Welcome to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. This is our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers, and we love it when you join us as we work together as we raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Art of the Float. And also, as always, you can find us on artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, pictures, all that good stuff on every single episode. As always, I'm Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Sandra Calm. I'm joined with Amy of Float Nashville, who co-owns Float Nashville with Mark, her uh, husband out in, uh, in Nashville there. Yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm sorry? I've never done this in 100 episodes. What's that? Back that up a little bit. My <laughs> who in Nashville? Huh? Don't what don't don't let Mark get any ideas. <laughs> My husband. I just he assume. Me. Oh, you guys seem in love every time I see you at the float conference. <laughs> I just assume. <laughs> Interesting. Has nobody else ever mistaken you as a couple All before? All the time. We yeah. stop correcting people at the float center. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we fight like a couple, perhaps. <laughs> totally. That's true love. Yeah, that mm. is true love. Um, tonight's episode 101. It's kind of a celebratory episode, probably be a little bit shorter than our standard two and a half hour long episodes. Uh, just a little, little truncated. And we, uh, I, don't, I don't, don't speak too soon. We've said that before <laughs> <laughs> for an hour and a half. I'll fix that in post, Brian. Don't worry. Gotcha. I always clean up everything in post. Nothing makes <laughs> it through. <laughs> Nothing at all. That third voice you hear there is Brian Van Pesky. Uh, the other... The other half of creating Art of the Float uh, so many years ago. Hey, Brian, since we're being just so professional right yeah. out of the gate here, would you tell me the uh, roundtable date for our next roundtable? Is it November 1st? I believe it's November 1st, yeah. It is, Good Lord, yeah. that's coming up so quick. And the reason for that is because we want to get ahead of the curve when it comes to uh, the holidays. And so every single year, Float Shop absolutely included, so many businesses are like, oh my gosh, the holidays are here. I need to put out an ad. I need to have a sale. I need to somehow add to the mix of everything that's going on. Well, what we're going to do is get everybody together and let's talk about marketing ahead of the curve before Black Friday. Do you actually need to discount everything? Are there other ways around that? Let's discuss it and let's hear from everybody, get that input on what we can do to have a successful holiday season where we get as much bang for the buck and uh, keep our brand and, and our financials intact so that we go into 2018, can't believe we're already there, uh, with, with a little extra coin in our pockets. It'd be nice, right? Uh, enough enough uh, money to get that extra float tank in there and, uh, and that, that, that next room or whatever your project is. Or open an entirely new float center if you're Amy. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, do you want to give a shout out to Float Helm, of course, just because it's our 101st episode doesn't mean we're going to ignore the incredible software that was built from the ground up for float centers, which is uh, including everything from project management to uh, logbook, which is just an ongoing discussion from all of your employees to uh, scheduling your employees in there, as well as, of course, scheduling your float tanks as well. Everything that you might need is all brought into there in one, so your clients can schedule all their appointments as well through Float Helm. Schedule a free appointment at floathelm.com. Like Brian said, I shouldn't just say we're going to breeze through anything. I w there's a lot uh, we want to talk about tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll be bouncing around a little bit. This is a little bit 
looser of an episode. It's a little more uh, light and fun. I got my Prosecco here celebrating uh, episode 101, looking back on 100 episodes. And um, yeah, just if this is your first time tuning in, there are a whole lot of other episodes that are going to be way better for you gaining information on starting and running your float center. This is a little bit of a celebratory one where we're, we're just having a little bit of fun and talking about the past and the future of Art of the Float. With all of that being said, Amy, so you and your non-husband, 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 right. like, was there a separation? What? <laughs> there I is. Wanna... I kicked, <laughs> I kicked him out of the house about two yeah. years ago. That's right. <laughs> Do you want to explain that? <laughs> yeah. So Mark actually lived with me for a few years. He lives with my husband I and I for a few years. <laughs> only and, in Nashville. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So once we started, actually, only in Nashville. Um, if only you knew. Uh, but once the float center started picking up after we got started, uh, we were finally able to send him on his way, and now he has his own bachelor swing and bachelor pad downtown <laughs> Nashville. Nice. So yeah, but uh, yeah, but we still get together and fight every day. You oh know? good. We don't want to give up the don't the give good up the magic. Part, you know, yeah, don't give up. Yeah, exactly. Never lose the magic, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> fight every day. You, you yeah. don't want to think back and think I didn't fight that day you know what you don't want that in your life <laughs> that's right my deathbed regrets right. me. <laughs> i remember back in september 22nd of 2017 i missed a day of fighting mm. with mark i should have called and told him <laughs> off so Poor in thing. addition to celebrating 100 episodes yeah. i feel like we've got a little bit to celebrate with you tonight yeah yes okay I got big, to me, it's a big celebration. And that is, now last week, y'all know, if you had tuned in, that they were holding, the new county was holding my permits because they wanted us to put grease traps in the float room in case we put bacon grease or something <laughs> in our float tanks. It's so good. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, but it's true. And I have it documented. So, nice. um, so that's where we were last week. But as of Friday, Friday, uh, they finally released our permits. Unfortunately, not fast enough because uh, we were supposed to start build out on Monday, but because they waited so long to release the permits, our uh, construction crew uh, took another job this week, and so we uh, waited a whole another week for build out. But uh, I had to do it. There was a contingency. Uh, I could get my permits as long as I went into the water and sewer department and signed paperwork, basically. So they had me on file. If the water becomes contaminated, guess who they go to first? Uh, I don't know why they think my shower water is going to contaminate their water. It's very strange. I don't understand any of this that has happened. But I don't care because I have permits. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. That's what we should be saying. We're gonna. I'm we're just, just still gonna dumbfounded. Go with this. You and me both. I didn't know what to say. I, I, I feel like I'm you've come from the that. future to <laughs> fifty, a hundred years ago, and they just they can't understand your ways, your technologies. It's so <sighs> so odd. Bacon it is grease. So odd. Bacon like, grease. Why of all the things in the world that you could choose to say that I was, might put in my tanks? Was this after? Oh, this this is after explaining float tanks in the business. Yeah. They were like, hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of Kahlua pig as well, so yeah, uh-huh. we should probably get those bacon. And consumers. grease and grease floats on top of water, so she might. It's probably right. cheaper than Epsom salt, so 
she may be using that in the tanks instead. Possibly. It's no gotta, longer we water. It's a bacon that. solution at that, that point. That's <laughs> gotta, right. To get technical. That, thank I you. Was, thank you for that correction. solution. I was also told, 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 I was told this, um, that I did not need that many showers by the codes people. Uh, we we group talked shower. about that as well. Hmm. Group shower. <laughs> it's a whole nother kind of business model. Seriously, my goodness. How it can they tell sh- you how many showers you need? Well, what like, was their all, basis? All you need to do is make sure that the showers in my plan meet codes. That's all I need you to do, buddy. Um, That's so silly. Yeah, it's, it was a bizarre experience, um, but that's okay. We got permits. So at the end of the Congrats. day, at least I have a really good story to add to my build-out right. book. And, you know, after I got past the what the <laughs> um, you know, I can, I can laugh about it because it is so utterly ridiculous. So, hey, at least I'm not crying. When we have a lot success. of people would be crying at this point. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm happy yeah, to hear some good, some good Amy news. Is, yeah, right. It's yeah. always, always a good week. Yeah, I feel like, not to say like two steps forward, one step back, but I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a lot of good updates lately, along with hurdles as well. Uh-huh. Like progress has been happening. Like float alchemy is happening. You know, I got to the point where I was thinking, okay, you know, the last time, by the way, we went through permits, they had my permits back in less than 10 days and there were no questions. Everything was cool. You know, when we were going to build, we were going to purchase that building, we had gotten to the point where we submitted our permits and everything was cool. Not, not a question. Mm-hmm. So I, this is, this is why the universe threw this at me. I got to the point where I thought, okay, we're handing our permits. Everything's going to be easy peasy from here. I jinxed myself. I should have never said that. I should have yeah. never thought it. I That's know. on that. you. Yeah. It's Control on your me. your thoughts, Amy. I, I totally, <laughs> I totally. That's on you. Put it on me. I put it on myself. Yeah. Jinx myself. So I'm going to say, I'm not going to say anything. I'm sure there'll be more hurdles. Um, I'm right. sure oh. hoping they're not. Are you kidding me? You haven't begun construction yet. Yeah, oh, there's going to be more hurdles. Yeah, and, and we're already, um, so I have to be open by December. And by starting next what? week, we have about six weeks. No. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So here we go. Okay. All right. Yeah. Brian and I'll be flying out there to help with construction, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. Okay. They'll be overnight. We'll They'll be overnight, yeah. Uh, They'll be overnight uh, painting parties and uh, wall building parties and okay. gravel parties. Okay. I'll, I'll whip up some uh, special edition uh, construction orange and yellow uh, Art of the Float shirts for us to wear. <laughs> nice. Okay. <Good>. For safety. <laughs> for safe, safety first, yeah. Uh, safety first. Good. Good. Very nice. Uh, not to be a outdated uh-huh. term here but not to be a debbie downer but um do you think that you can get open by december or are you like is it know. a compromised opening like certain things targets to be open by december well um to get our <laughs> permit to open because yes we have to get yet another permit to open um you know certain things have to be in place but here's the deal i only have so much money y'all mm-hmm. um i had a bunch of expenses because well, because of some other issues that I won't go into here, um, the bills didn't get paid, so yours truly had to pay them. So I'm down a lot of money that was not expected to <laughs> fly away from my pocket. Right, right. And, you know, I'm paying now my, my loan that I took out for this project. I'm paying the insurance on this building in a, in a business. I am paying monthly utilities 
I am paying now, you know, I got three months free rent and I prepaid my fourth rent. So I knew I'm like, okay, I got four months. <laughs> um, you know, but I have a pretty heavy overhead come and do. And I have Float Nashville and Float Nashville is a tiny, tiny float center that does fine for itself. But we're not raking in the, you know, not raking in the dough. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, got to make something happen. I don't yeah. have a choice. It's it's do or die. All right. So, you know, I'm determined. And <laughs> here we go. It's, it's an adventure, right? Well, I'll Ooh. definitely be tuning in to Art of the Flow to find out what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. If I come in six weeks and I'm crying, you'll know it didn't go so well. Yeah. I'll have to judge the tears. It's either going to be absolute relief and joy or complete <laughs> devastation. So, yeah, thanks pretty for sharing. Soon. Either way, thanks for sharing that on the show. It's really yeah. neat. <laughs> Hopefully in six weeks, this background that you see will be completely different because I will be in an office in my new space. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That makes me want to talk about future podcast stuff. But yes, we'll, let's talk we'll... about future podcast stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about what's going on with you. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Tell me about your week, because I mean, my celebration. You got the prosecco. I forgot my freaking prosecco. Mm, so that was um, my bad. You I should have to drink. It to you. I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. You just drink for me, um, and tell okay. me a little bit of good news. I need to hear some good news from you too. What's going on in Portland? Uh, yeah. I I feel almost like same same old same old. There's never a week that's actually same old same old. But like you get used to like little hiccups and maintenance things and salt is destroying your tile or this, that, or the other. Like, how do we temporarily fix this until we're actually going to tear out all the tile? Like, just, uh, I don't know, just kind of basic stuff like that, which I guess maybe I should go into more detail on, but but not tonight. Tonight, I want to talk about something that is, um, I find very interesting. And it actually, the, the curiosity about it really started on the show uh, quite a while back. We had a guest on Tobin who is um, an acoustical, not acoustical engineer, I'm sorry, Brian, what, what is Tobin? Sound, acoustical, not an acoustical sound, sound wizard. engineer? Some, <laughs> some sort of... I don't want to mess up sound with wizard. It's a pretty accurate description. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that episode, and it is chock full of yes. good stuff. Yeah, again, if this is your first time listening, jump to that episode instead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it one. is chock full of great information, great soundproofing episode. He is awesome, really cool guy as well. And um, that is uh, that's going to be episode seventy four nice. for those that want to look you. it up in their podcast app. <laughs> Perfect, thank you. Uh, so let's see here. We um, broached the topic about uh, green glue and the idea of. You know what what green glue does, and it's uh, put between. I guess yeah, I'll back up here a little bit. Uh, basically, you've got soundboard that is good for soundproofing, and then you've got green glue, which instead of using soundboard, which is very expensive, you put this green glue between two pieces of sheetrock, and I believe they do ask for five eighths for their testing, and it is uh, equivalent. I believe, and, and I think there's a little bit of gray area here, but pretty much equivalent, or a little bit better, or at least equivalent and cheaper. Uh, than, than the soundboard. So green glue, when you're doing large projects, seems like a great idea because you're going to save a ton of money. With that being said, it is um, still very expensive. And 
they have um, what's known as STC testing done. And so uh, there are very specific tests that are done to say, you know, if for a standard build, this is how much audio gets through at every decibel level. And if you add green glue, it drops this much. And so green glue is tested to say, like, it's, it's this good. <clears throat> the issue with that is it is possible that standard caulking doesn't actually behave any differently, any, any standard non-hardening caulk. And the thing that came up was if I'm, I don't know, uh, whatever, whatever brand you'd see at Ace Hardware that uh, is selling any non-hardening caulk is just for construction, and they don't care about soundproofing. It's a very niche market, and so they're not paying for STC testing. And so the idea is, wait a minute, is it possible that those caulkings could be just as good as green glue and it's just green glue paid for the testing? Because um, if that's true... That's a game changer. That's a game changer, yeah. That's a game changer. And nobody knows the answer to that. So uh, it just kept spinning and spinning and spinning in my head. Like, God, I don't... And, and you know, I do consulting. You know, it's like I don't, I don't necessarily know what to tell clients... I'm like, well, I would still kind of go with the green glue because they've got the certif certificate that says, like, look, this, this actually does this much soundproofing when installed properly. And that's, you know, in my space, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. But then the question is always there. So I started reaching out to laboratories that do acoustical testing. And um, I, you know, had, had discussions back and forth. Uh, float tank centers, you know, they, they, they are curious about what we're doing. Some people, it, like the conversations, they didn't track very well. They clearly weren't jiving with what we were trying to do. Not that, I don't even feel like we had to get that um, kind of jive going on, but I did just happen to find one company. I'm, I'm going to hold off on the name tonight, um, but uh, they were like, I told them about the caulking, what we're trying to do. You know, is green glue actually better? Is it, is it not? Blah, 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 blah. And they were like, wow, this is fascinating. I would, I personally would like to know the answer to this. So if you guys want to do this, let's let's do it. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to make this as minimal cost as possible. We had a lot of back and forths. And they there are three tests that are required. I think um, just the general build, one with the green glue, and then when, one with the generic non-hardening caulk. And they are just going to, if, if we go forward with this, they would pay for one of them altogether. Uh, so instead of, so basically taking 33% off the total uh, test. So that's really awesome. But then you find out how much the tests actually are, mm -hmm. and um, then that, that kind of becomes a roadblock. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's why just Joe Schmo out there doesn't just pay for this testing whenever they want. So I, I know it's a very long-winded story to get to this point, but what um, we've been sitting on this for about a month or two, I think, Brian, something yeah. like that, and we haven't quite been sure how we want to go about this and how, what, how we want to kind of pull the trigger on this. You know, we recently launched um, our uh, Patreon campaign. We have uh, roundtables going on, and so just injecting one more thing into that mix, just it, it was um, kind of confusing for us for how to approach this. With that being said, I'm going nuts not knowing what the answer is. Right. I know that the answer is so close by. Like somebody is is not only able to do this test, but is also like willing to put a hand out and help us get there, which is so awesome. Uh, and with that being said, we can't afford to do this test on our own. 
also, it's not a crazy amount of money. So I believe the total estimate for us with with um, the, you know, um, I think what they call a, a test frame, the, the one without the green glue and all that stuff, the price is almost exactly $5,000. So that's what we're looking at. $5,000, not a crazy number, right? But also, like, you know, I, I like, uh, I, I got to pay for diapers, stuff like that, and uh, pay employees. And so um, $5,000 is too much as a business uh, for Art of the Float or for the float shop to pay for, or for me personally yeah, to pay it's, for. It's, it's a lot just to scratch our scratching itch we have. Right, exactly. Yes. And, you know, I even went as far as like going online and like, so who's doing YouTube videos about construction who would like maybe put the word out about this? Or like who's really into soundproofing these communities that would like we could fundraise within not just the float community, but get it bigger. And I really didn't find anything that like had an active community that seems like they would want to contribute to this. So um, I don't know what this is going to look like. This is just... Uh, something that we're putting out there, I guess the, to test the waters, I'm curious what our listeners would think about putting forward, um, I don't know, probably $50 minimum. What do you think, Brian? Does that sound about right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. We're, I mean, we're kind of just announcing it to test the waters and see. Yeah. Would see people if anyone, be willing? Yeah. Is, is anyone out there as curious about this as we are? I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Sure you are. That's the question. <laughs> um, and, and if you are, we'd, we'd love to, we'd love to have your help so we can, we can make this happen and, and get an answer. Um, yeah. Is anybody else there waking up at three in the morning, just head spinning, thinking about green glue versus other non-hardening cocks? <laughs> if that's the case, <laughs> there are dozens of us out there. We need to unite uh, and figure this out. So, also, this would be ridiculous. Like, if if it proves that green glue is better, awesome. Now we know itch scratched. Great, we can move on. If it's the other way around, like that's a kind of a a ripple in business and history that is pretty interesting. You know, right. like I am excited to be a part of that. As as is this lab. You know, like to have this question in my mind, put it out there and have like their life is soundproofing. And they're like, yes, I too would like to know the answer to that. It's like, Oh wow. Okay. I really did just stumble into something that's interesting and cool here for a very small demographic of the population. This is a valid question, right? Yep. Like, and that was another thing that probably stopped me from asking in the first place was thinking like, Oh, this is just in my head. You know, I, I don't know enough information. Um, so I was happy to, uh, have some good back and forths and, uh, realize we are on the same page and we are both curious. So yes, like you said, is the rest of the float industry curious about this? And then the next question would be, are you curious enough to front some cash to find out the answer to this? And, um, and, and if you could yeah. do that in the next about two weeks, because I am getting ready to build oh. <laughs> out, that would be awesome. Yeah, right? So yeah, this definitely appeals to people who don't have a float center, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're, probably going to be the number one people who'd be like, yeah, I would donate X amount of money because it's going to potentially save me a ton of money or at least the not knowing. But then the other part is anybody who has a float center and would potentially open another float center in the future. Uh -huh. This is just an investment for you too. Yeah. So yeah. Or if you're I'm, improving the soundproofing in your existing oh, center. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you've done a lot of that recently yeah. with the float shop. Yeah, that's a good point. And I will tell you, uh, due to that episode, in my next float center, we did use green glue at Float Nashville. Mm -hmm. In the next float center, we will not be using green glue. What are you going to do? We are going to use uh, the caulk, uh, a soft caulk, and we're gonna go from there. 
Tried not to have a ton of puns throughout any fundraising, too. By the way, we didn't stay professional. But uh, Amy, that was a bad slip up. I saw everyone's faces on the on the video. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to hold it together. (laughs) Nice. As soon as I did it, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, um, goodness, Uh, I'm now I'm blushing, but. Uh, yeah, so we are we're we're changing that up. Uh, hopefully, it'll save us some money. The only reason we're taking that risk is because of where our float tanks are located. We don't have anybody behind us. We don't have any. Uh, we, oh. we know there's not going to be any buildings behind mm. us. Our float tanks are along the back wall, and they're very well insulated from the front. Uh, and that's because of that, and because of the way that our building is, we decided to give it a sh- decided to give it a shot. We decided to give it a try. Nice. It uh, we are on a very 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 tight budget right so uh yeah the argument was very convincing but i sure would like to see those numbers it would make me feel so much better exactly and you know so mark has been a in recording studios like most of Mm -hmm. his life what what were his thoughts on this yeah uh he's uh he's okay with it there's a lot of other things that he used to build his last recording studio and while he did did use the green glue he didn't really feel that it made that much of a difference Mm -hmm. so from that standpoint he's perfectly fine he's a lot more concerned about the angles of the walls Hmm. and the you know the space between Mm -hmm. i think in his mind there's a lot of other things that are going to make a much bigger difference at the end of the day nice i would agree with that either way yeah fascinating interesting i'm curious guys i'm curious what you guys think um Speakpipe, email, Facebook, let us know if you're interested. We'll, we'll probably end up posting eventually in Float Collective as well, as well as our page, and just start testing the waters on this. But if this podcast comes out and, I, and Art of the Float gets a bunch of emails, what is it, info at mm-hmm. uh, then you know that's going to let us know that we should start moving forward with this and, and figure out how to collect money, maybe have a, a page on the site for it, all that stuff to help, help get this going. So let us know. And uh, looks like Gloria is interested. Excellent, nice, <laughs> cool. Uh, we're we're Facebook live streaming tonight, by the way. Just uh, we're talking about video and people people's comments. Just so you guys know, that's that's what we're referencing there. Uh, anything else, Brian? That I missed about that? Did I tell that? No, yeah, you've got it. We'll we'll put something more formal together, I think. But uh, if you are if you are biting at the bit and very interested in this, uh, reach out to us via info at art of the float or, or social media channel. And, um, yeah, let it, let us know that you're interested because <clears throat> I am so curious to find out what the answer is. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Brian, you should tell your own personal story about soundproofing. <laughs> oh yeah. I have, uh, I live in, uh, a, a 1950s building where my unit and the unit next to me actually exist in like a sub basement area. And those were converted into units on the cheap in 2007, very cheaply, um, <laughs> as in as in there's zero insulation between mm. the walls. So that would be step one. But I can hear uh, my neighbor snoring at night, wow. uh, slamming the microwave. So, uh, you know, I've had, have I had consultants come in, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get you some, like, wing clips and some, like, double drywall. And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I need to go that extreme. I don't want to pour, you know, $5,000 into right. soundproofing. But, um, yeah, if, if I can slap a little green glue and another layer of drywall on there, it'd be. And, and that's what I had told you initially when I 
checked out your condo. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, some green glue and some 5-8 sheetrock. And, you know, that'll just get you a little bit more. Right. And now, like, you're not moving forward with that. I'm not encouraging you to do that. It's right. Like, ah, it's just a holding pattern. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, let's see here. I... Brian has collected some really cool stats on Art of the Float, and I think that'd be fun to move on and talk about some of that good stuff. Uh, and maybe just talk about a little bit of the, the history as well. I think we talked about this on the uh, 50th episode as well, but this started out as a blog, a weekly blog that we absolutely committed to. And uh, I would write a blog post about running a float center and some, on some specific topic, and then Brian would uh, chop it up into a million pieces and make it actually legible, readable, and interesting to people. And we would get together every single week and, and hammer that out. And that was not easy for either of us to no. do consistently. To do something consistently weekly, I, I mean, think about like going to the gym, you know, like just it's consistency is difficult. And uh, it was really fun to prove to ourselves that we could do that. So that was awesome. Although I should back up even further because even that wouldn't have begun without our co-host Amy on the show uh, because I felt intimidated by uh, Float On, Float Tank Solutions, and them having just like gone out of the gate, we're helping the float community, we we know the things, you know? And I just felt like, well, pfft, they they got it, you know, what what can I add? And Amy was like, you guys approach this from a very different perspective. You have different ideas. You know, there are, there's information that you have that people would find valuable. And um, just told me a whole lot of lies that really helped me <laughs> put pen to paper and and uh, start up true. Art of the Float with uh, with Brian and uh, so, yeah, create a little LLC. Yeah. And you did some a whole year of really valuable information, which I followed along every did single you? week, by yeah. the way. And huh. it helped me get through one of my early years because I think at that point oh. I was only in year, a little over year one. Yeah, probably. So um, I guess I was just really doing it for myself, but I'm so glad it worked <laughs> out. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm so thankful that you did Thank, that. Thanks for being with stuff. us. And there's still some good stuff, by the way, to yes. go back to the archives. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's great information in there. Solid, solid stuff. Nice. Thanks, Amy. That's Amy, really one cool. of our day ones and now, now on the podcast with us. Right. That's how it works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> she queued up first. Dylan, no, Dylan uh, should we backtrack and tell a story of how you and I first met? Oh, wow. We are just we're taking it all the way back. <laughs> wow. It's like a so, memento here. Yeah, we're <laughs> holding down the rewind button. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I was walking out of the float shop and this, uh, you know, you're in Portland, you're used to the hippy dippy people, <laughs> uh, these, these hipsters and their Vibrams, their five finger toed running shoes. Yeah. This sweaty mess ran into the float shop and with just like a Disney cartoon grin on his face, Disney saucer eyes open. What's, what's a float shop or what's a float center? What did you say, Brian? <laughs> uh, I, 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 for, I forget what it was. I had been, I had done a couple floats across, across the river, um, mm. at float on. And mm -hmm. one fateful day was out on a run. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a slightly different route home today. And then ran past the float shop. Oh, and I remember nice. bursting through to the door, sweaty, wearing weird toe shoes. Like, Hey, you guys a float center? Shh. Right, I'm sure it was the first thing we yep, said to you. Yep. Yeah. You've uh, that that was the first thing you said to me was shh, and we've been friends. That's the most since. common thing I've said to you. It's <laughs> absolutely. Yep. You've been shushing me ever since. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's how it started. It started 
uh, helping you guys out at the float shop a little, a little bit here and there. And then yep. had this harebrained idea to start a blog and he asked if I, I would help. And here we are in a hundred episodes of a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So after like a couple of years, we switched to podcast format on my honeymoon, I uh, reached out to Amy and Lance to see if they wanted to, to join on this ridiculous adventure. And they both said, absolutely. <laughs> Still not 100% sure why you guys were so freaking on board. And Lance didn't quite make it to 100. So damn close, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we recorded nearly 100 episodes together, almost almost two full years together. And it's uh, been been quite the ride. Like, it truly, if you listen to every episode, we have had our ups and downs, our challenges, our growth. And uh, yeah, it's been quite the adventure and i think i want to start out and say thank you to everyone who who has listened to us and followed us both the day ones people just tuning in um thanks so much for for listening and and being a part of this community it's it means a lot that um that we have this group of people that are in are getting value out of what we do and um i hope hope to see hope to see more as we continue past 100 and beyond yeah uh, absolutely thank you guys for listening and yeah the day one people oh my gosh i can't believe you've been listening to us and this story <laughs> like for years now telling our stories and and looking into different topics and how we should be running our float centers like it's a it's a very um there's like no right or wrong it's this discussion and things are evolving and we've just been holding each other's hands going through time on this is very awesome and yeah to the people who are more recently like found out about us during the float conference conference and are just burning through episodes first of all i'm so sorry you have to listen to my voice (laughs) so much at a time i promise there's good content in there just push past this nasally high-pitched drone and um yeah but thank thank you guys for for listening and honestly like that has is what has moved us to keep podcasting weekly uh very consistently and blogging you know, we'd go into our metrics and see, oh my gosh, 12 people read or 30 <laughs> people, a hundred people are read this post. Are you kidding me? Like it was uh, really interesting. And, uh, we went through that all over again with the podcast and seeing, um, just a couple people and then a lot of people listening and people consistently joining us, uh, every week is, uh, it's, it's the reason that we're here. You know, yeah. I mean, I, th- feel very similar to the reason that we run a float center is I feel like we are making a positive impact on the world when, when we have a float center and give people this space to self-reflect, to spend time with themselves. And I, I feel this podcast provides something very different. It's, it's not providing that space, but what I think it does is it allows people's gears to turn. I think we definitely provide information and, and that's great. You know, we've been in the industry a while, we do our research and we want to provide information. And the other thing that since day one I've wanted to do is don't take my word for it. Don't see this as black or white or right or wrong. This is a discussion to make the gears in your head turn so that you can figure out what's right for you and how you want to do things. You know, I want floats to be 90 minutes long and that doesn't mean that's the right way to do it. 60 could be the absolute right way for most people. And I just can't, uh, can't see that, you know? So the idea is that we have these discussions uh, I mean, even about water maintenance, all, all these things that even seem scientific and technical, uh, we, we don't truly know yet, right? And so the idea is just to spark spark your brain, basically. So uh, hopefully that is what's happening because that 
truly has been our mission from the very beginning. I remember I mean, basically what I've just said is what I was talking to Brian about so many years ago. Was it 2011, 2013, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, float shop opened in 2011. Art of the Float started in 2013. And yeah, I think that's what I was telling you right then was just I want to help people's gears turn. Yeah. And uh, I think I think that's what we're doing. Totally. Yeah, it was been, gosh, we've been doing Art of the Float for since 2013. And then our first, the podcast, the uh, first one aired October 29th, 2015. So we're coming up on on two years here. Oh, I didn't realize it was that close to two years. It was October 29th. Yeah, Very cool. Yeah. So, Excellent. And incredibly, we've been putting out a new episode just about every single week, which I, I still don't understand... With vacation, I don't understand how sickness. that's a fact, but <laughs> yeah. it just like doesn't make sense. But yeah, we've been we've been putting out an episode every week. How crazy is that? Yeah, and yeah, it has been absolutely crazy and like crazy times in our businesses, crazy times in our personal lives. You know, I had a, a baby, and uh, you know, I missed a few weeks. Podcast kept moving. Amy's had personal stuff come up, some family health issues come up, and you know she might take a night or two off, but so few episodes that we've actually missed, and the train yeah. keeps running. I've missed two episodes, and darn it, Are I only missed my second one just a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've missed two episodes, and it kills me. I cannot believe <laughs> that. I cannot believe that. And then, <sighs> as as. Uh, yeah, so so Lance leaving the show isn't like easy, right? I love Lance. We all absolutely mm-hmm. love Lance, and we know that he needed to leave for his for very valid, good reasons. Um, yeah. And uh, with that being said, it has created a little bit of a space in the show where it's been fun to have Brian be able to step up on the mic a little bit more often, whereas before it was a uh, engineer Brian who may may or may not be on the microphone to look something up for us. Uh, he's he's on all episode long, and and what's great is that he's always been a technical guru. He's always known the app or the way for something to be more efficient, and he's helped train other people and businesses in just that and being more uh, fluid and functional, more streamlined in what they're doing to save money. Um, and oftentimes that's that's how they. Uh, switching to particular software and running it a particular way to save their time and money. So it actually makes a lot of sense for him to be on air more. And, you know, with more certain guests, more than others, he'll have more questions like with social media, more talkative, maybe with water maintenance, maybe a little bit less, but, um, it, but it's been really fun having him on. And, and uh, also again, considering we've been doing this since 2013 and he's been in the background, it's also just been, been fun for me personally to see, his personality coming out on the microphone too. The the guy I fell in love with so many years ago. Oh, the rest of the world can can fall oh, in love yikes. with. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. man. Absolutely. Uh, give us give us some facts here. Give us some some hard stats yeah, on the flow, Brian. Let's roll through some fun fun facts for uh, for episode one hundred and one. Fun facts here, for so. the float. Yeah. Okay. Already mentioned, uh, first official episode, October 29th, ninth, twenty fifteen. That's when we Woo-hoo. we had it. We had a little teaser before that, but the first official episode one, October twenty ninth, twenty fifteen. You said almost weekly. Yeah, seriously, almost weekly. Like I think some holiday minor breaks. We even last year we got through with short episodes. Yeah. Like, we are. It has been very consistent. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Um, okay, please. Co- collectively, continue. you, the listeners, have played or downloaded our podcast over 54,000 times, uh, which is 
which is amazing. It's a large number. <clears throat> Um, it's a big number. There, we got. A, I got a few of our most popular episodes here, ranked by mm-hmm. uh, ranked by popularity. Of course, they, are we gonna start at the low, lowest popular? Well, yeah, we can. We can start at the <laughs> lowest popularity. <laughs> the and this is gonna be skewed a little bit because obviously episodes that have been out longer mm. are going to have more listens. But um, right. so our fifth most listened to episode is episode number two, the Oz effect. Uh, where mm. Dr. Oz mentioned the word float tank and millions of uh, people that watch Dr. Oz uh, flocked to their local float centers. And we discussed if that was a good thing or a bad thing. That's interesting. We haven't done an episode like that in a long time. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah I don't know if there's any good... Uh, I mean, that kind of... Oz, Oz is pretty huge. Like That kind of media coverage is definitely worth... Pretty buzzworthy yeah. and worth talking about. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to talk more about that, especially as we're seeing more floating in the context of like professional sports and 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 medicine. Um, our fourth mm-hmm. most popular episode was episode number three, uh, titled hashtag Why We Float. Talked about the Why We Float campaign. That was with Andy Zaremba, mm-hmm. a float house. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense to me. That's those guys know what they're doing. Great, like um, Michelle was on. Was that, was that two weeks ago now? Was that last week? Mm-hmm. It all becomes a blur. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, Michelle was on and, and gave them props for, for what they're doing with high-quality video, getting that out there. I feel like they've been very good at for the industry, kind of stepping up forward with, with marketing. So that makes sense to me. At uh, number three, we have episode four, Dirty Tank Water. Actually, oh, yeah, totally, right? Yeah, I remember that. Water, that's a yep. scary thing. It's a mystery. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why is my water a weird weird green color or yellow? Or we, we also have a great blog post about that. I'll put that in the show notes page as well. Yeah. But, uh, there's a great, great uh, blog about uh, maintaining your float tank water. Uh, number two, updates on LIBOR float research. Uh, that's episode number six. So a lot of these are from the way back. Got yeah, it. Uh-huh, yeah. Way, way back. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, there, there are more updates. Go, go ahead and scroll through there. <laughs> Search library. There are more updates. We'll have to get another update. Yeah, those are, that was our first one, though. And that was, uh, yeah, I'd love to see more of those. Yeah. Of course, re- research, research scientific research moves, moves slow, too. So we can't, right. can't yep. have them on once a month with updates. Um, <laughs> totally. we're kinda, we can, it would just be a little repetitive. Right, right. Yeah. We're kind of <laughs> tied to, uh, the cycle of, of publishing in scientific journals, which they always, but, but I'm sure Dr. Feinstein just loves talking with, with us enough that we, he would love to meet once a month uh, <laughs> for 90 minutes at a time. I'm sure. I'm sure. Why don't you check that. into that there, Dylan? <laughs> okay, we'll do. And, uh, our most popular episode is actually our first episode. Number one, how to start a float center. Uh, no and surprise there. Uh, if you're trying to figure out how to start a float center, it's it's where you start up. How to start a float center? Nice. I, I'm not sure where where it is on the list, but uh, starting a place to float is a very popular episode mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, it's and top uh, 10. I actually didn't do it for like the search engine uh, optimization uh, of naming it that. Um, it was with. Aaron Douglas, uh, who owns A Place to Float, is the name of his float center. And so it just sounded very generalized of starting a place to float. 
Um, I never wanted to change the title to it because I realized in that episode there is so much gold for anybody who does want to start a place to float. Not not the franchise. It's not a franchise, but uh, but just starting your own place to float. Um, that would be a great episode to listen to, talking about um, collecting emails and other challenges and starting your float center. So that that's a good one. Yep. And uh, yeah, we I mean we have listeners from all over the world, which is cool to see. We've got about uh, uh, from the most of them come from the U.S., but we also have quite a few from Canada and Australia and the U.K. So uh, nice. thanks yeah, to all of you globally sense. who are listening. It's really cool yeah, that yeah. it's not just not just U.S. listeners. That's so crazy that our voices make it across the globe. That's so exciting. <laughs> Power of the internet, man! It's incredible, right? Makes the world a lot smaller. Um, okay, uh, let's see here. I think what's what's next, Brian? I'm I excited think, about this next thing. I think it's time for some speak pipes, probably. Nice. Let's do it. I uh, I didn't label the file names beforehand, so we're just gonna hit play <laughs> okay. and uh, and see see <laughs> who's always keeping it classy. Yeah. Uh, and Amy, so you have not heard these? I have not. I have not either. All right, cool. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> hey, Dylan and Amy. And Lance, too. This is Dana Highfill with Float North in Portland, Oregon. Congratulations. 100 episodes is huge, huge. Y'all have been a great help to me, and I'm, I've been so appreciative of your dedication to this podcast. Uh, you asked about episodes. My favorite episode are all the episodes where you mentioned me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, There's a lot of those. But seriously, the most memorable episode <laughs> off the top of my head was the Australian couple who owned mm. the building and sold their center but mm-hmm. kept ownership of the building. They talked about starting a website called Float People to allow themselves to travel and give float center operators a break. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Uh, there have been so many other episodes that have had great tips and tidbits that point me in the right direction over the past two years of working on float North. Um, oh, and the episode with Tobin in it. Jeez. There are so many. I could keep going. Anyway, keep up the great work. Thank you so much for what you do. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dana. Now she's getting close to opening her next, her first float center, right? That is my understanding. Yes. Super close. Yep. And uh, yeah, for her being in Portland, I do not get to see her enough. It is always such a treat. And uh, good. So we get to mention Dana's one more time. So she has one more <laughs> episode she's in love with. Great, great. Uh, yeah, shoot. Let's get Dana on the show. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. We, we're you know, overdue that's, for that's an been update. a long time coming. Yeah. What's that, right? We're overdue for an update from her. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Cool. All right. Next speak pipe. Here we go. Thank you, Dana. Hey, everyone. This is Sandra and baby Erica. And we are so proud. So proud of all you've done in the last two years, two entire years of podcasting, a hundred episodes. I am just in awe of what, of what you've done and watching everything come together has just been incredible. So congratulations. I love you guys and two hundred more. Did we sign uh, on for another 100 episodes? Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was <laughs> my contract. Sure to, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandra, that was so sweet, though. And little, little Erica, she sounded so happy. <laughs> She's so happy. That is one happy she, baby. Aww. She has got a great disposition, man. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks, babe. Thank you. 
Thanks for calling in. <laughs> All right, next pipe. Here we go. So a lot of things go into Ooh. making this oh. podcast. This is Sandra again. <laughs> um, behind the scenes here, I get to see Dylan editing everything, putting it all together, working with Brian on all the things, you know, the website, the social media, everything like that, collaborating with Amy, their meetings during the week, all of these things that have come together to be what the art of the float is. And I was just wondering, because I was thinking to myself about this, you know, what to say, 100 episodes, wow. Um, And so I looked back and I tried to find my first email from Brian. Um, Brian's been in our lives since he ran right into the float shop and said, Hey guys, is this a float shop? <laughs> and, uh, we said, okay, we're friends. Funny. <laughs> um, and that was, it looks like back in, uh, the end of 2011, right when we opened, because my very first email from Brian was sent in January of 2012 and it's titled sweet baby Jesus. Is this working? And then he says, oh, hell yeah, (laughs) because it was, it was Brian being producer, Brian, tech, everything helpful, incredibly life-saving Brian, um, getting our email up and running for the float shop. Um, God, are you kidding? So I just wanted to uh, drop that little story in for this episode and uh, say again, congratulations, guys. And I love you so much. Oh, thanks, Sandra. That's That's cool. Sweet. She hit on like all the things that we've already talked about. <laughs> That's so funny, and and Dana too. Yeah, with Tobin there. That's great. I guess we know the hits, huh? Yeah, no kidding. So what was she? She was. Oh, she was asking if the email itself was working. Funny. Got it. I just caught up. Yeah, nice. I, th- I think that was nice. me logging into the account and sending a test email to myself. <laughs> oh, nice, yeah. sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> All right, and we got uh, uh, one speak pipe left here. Oh, cool. Hi, guys. This is Drew from New Hampshire Float. Just wanted to send a speak pipe to say congrats on your 100th episode. I have listened to all of them and many of them multiple times over. Can't believe the amount of information you guys share, and I would not be where I am and my business partner are uh, today if it weren't for you guys sharing that information. You made me think it was possible. You made us think it was possible, so we appreciate it. You guys give off tons of positive energy from producer Brian, Lance, Amy, Dylan, can't thank you guys enough. Very excited to uh, to be part of the Flow community now. And hopefully it's part of my life and uh, can help a lot of people here in New Hampshire for a very long time. Yeah. Thank you guys. You rock. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. Yeah. And he's so close. I saw, Drew, if you're listening, you're still listening. I saw a picture of you putting in a tank. Looks like you are just yes. about ready to go. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, I saw a video with, so a, with the water bubbling. Yeah. The filter's oh, going. Thank you so much, so Drew. Thanks, thank thanks for you. leaving the speak by for the congratulations, and uh, I love hearing that we're positive too, because we do talk about so many things that are like, oh god, <laughs> right? Just waterfall of salt water. I have no money. Uh, can't <laughs> buy. Nobody's floating in my center. Oh my god. Uh, so just I'm bacon glad... grease in my tank. <laughs> <laughs> bacon grease. How did he know? Oh, There's bacon no. grease. In my tank. I should have installed those. Thank God for these the bacon showers. grease catch traps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he knew all along. <laughs> all along. Should have listened to the codes guy. Oh, wow. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so th- <laughs> thanks, Drew. And I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to hear that we, we have put a positive spin on things or have a, have a good attitude and that you thought that you could do this, like that we played a part in that is freaking awesome to me. So yeah. thank you. So excited. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
<sighs> nice. Uh, and may I say real oh, quick, uh, we had an episode with Drew. And yes. that is, I think, is fantastic and very uplifting. And anybody who's feeling rough, they're trying to get their <laughs> center started, and they just need some encouragement, and they want to hear some good vibes, and they want to walk away feeling great, check out that episode with yeah. Drew, because he is just the most bubbly, loveliest human being, and I really enjoyed having him on. And I felt uplifted after his after his session with us. So if you need a good, uplifting Positive podcast. Check out, check out Drew. Yeah, it's uh, episode eighty nine. His podcast, nice. episode eighty nine. That is the one. Thanks, sir. When when he was talking, I was I was thinking that, and then I forgot to mention it afterwards. Uh, his attitude is freaking awesome, and yes, do listen to that episode. He's also been in several of our roundtables as well, and just when he asks a question during the roundtable or speaks up, just like the energy just goes mm-hmm. up. He's fun, and I am so excited to see what how that's going to. Um, translate to running a float center, talking to customers, people coming in, and this guy with his attitude greets you when you walk in is going to be awesome. So, uh, again, thank you, Drew. And, man, I'm excited for you to open. I know it's so close. It's so cool. Congrats, by the way. Congrats on your almost opening. Uh, anything else, Brian, that you wanted to share before we move on to the future of podcasting? No, I think one quick thing, uh, since we are doing something unique tonight and doing uh, mm-hmm. broadcasting the podcast on Facebook Live, uh, Matt mm-hmm. just uh, did join us and, and had a question for us. And so I thought we could uh, maybe answer that real quick since we don't do Facebook Lives very often. Oh, yeah. Um, his question is, float pods or open rooms? What would you guys suggest for a new center in the small, great state of Iowa? It's a very new practice here, and not many have heard of floating. I see. So he thinks this is a podcast about floating. Mm-hmm. This is a podcast about celebrating us <laughs> doing a podcast about floating. Oh, I thought this was Art of the Boat. Art of the Boat. Yeah, boats? where we cover uh, luxury yachts. Uh, where boat centers thrive. Where boat centers absolutely. thrive, absolutely. Sorry, I think I might have stepped into the wrong pocket. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> We're all very confused about this question. Uh <laughs> Uh, so, Amy, I'm, I'm going to hand it to you. Oh, I, okay. Um, so, so you're in Iowa. Um, I would ha- actually have some questions before I answer that. And these are the things I take into consideration. I would say, are you the first float center around where people have no clue what the heck you are and think that you might put bacon grease in your float tanks? Um, <laughs> I would ask things like, uh, how many tanks do you plan on having? Uh, if you don't have a whole lot of people and this is not, there's no other float centers around and people are just kind of warming up to it, I think one of each, especially, you know, if you can put in two, two to three tanks, I would put in at least one open and have pods for the other one. Uh, that combination has worked super well for us and it has served us extremely well. We can... We have a great way to guide people who are a little nervous about it, who maybe haven't heard of it before, something that's very non-threatening to them. We can beat down that, oh, I'm claustrophobic argument pretty much immediately. And usually we get this really great, oh, this is wonderful. I'm so glad you have this. So an open tank really opened up our clientele for us. So if you, you know, if you have, I'd put in two tanks to start at the very least and do one of each and I have a feeling it would do pretty darn well. How about you, Dylan? I don't have a whole lot to add. I, I think I agree with you pretty much on every point that you said. I, I mean, the float shop also has an open float tank, and it's so great to disarm somebody by saying, oh, claustrophobia is an issue for you. Like, in my head, I'm like, 
the tank's a lot bigger than you think it is. Once you get inside there, it's way larger than you think it is. You can't even touch the ceiling. All these things go through my head. But then I can just say, we have a float tank that gets you all the same effects, and you don't have to deal with uh, a closed space or a lid whatsoever. And so we can just completely disarm that fear right out of the gate. So I think that is incredibly valuable. I think the uh, challenge then is maintaining air and humidity mm-hmm. temperatures mm-hmm. throughout the yes. 90 minutes so that somebody is comfortable. That has been a, a challenge that's been, uh, took many years before I feel like we got the, the rains on that throughout the year as the temperatures change um, outside, especially with our old building and the, the thin walls or the, you know, the heat transfer through there uh, is so easy. Um, that's been a, a long time coming. But uh, you know, once that's all, all dialed in, I think it's great. I will also say, you know, we started with two closed float tanks and then opened the open tank uh, third intentionally to disarm people. And people weren't booking for that one because people wanted, quote, unquote, the real deal. They listened to Joe Rogan or, you know, the the people who were finding us first were a little bit more hardcore. These are the people who've been wanting to float for so long and finding us. And they didn't want to go into the open one. They want the real deal. And so it took a while while for the word to get out and for our marketing to get out, for people to just, who didn't already know about floating, to be interested, want to come in, check it out, and go like, oh, yeah, this is much easier for me. Like, I love the concept. I want this. Uh, you know, my husband tried it or my, my sister tried it, and I want to do this, but I just can't get into the closed tank, but I can get into this. Like, it took a while for that to happen to the point where I almost did end up putting walls up around our open float tank just to uh, boost uh, its occupancy rate. Now, there's no way that I would do that because it's such a great gateway float tank to, the, to our float center. Right. So uh, it, it does come with its challenges, but I, so I agree with everything Amy has said, and, and hopefully that peppered on a little bit more. Yeah, if, if you are, I mean, it sounds like the question is coming from you're in a market where uh, people do oh, right. not know a lot about floating. Um, mm-hmm. And, and having one open float tank to introduce them to floating, mm-hmm. I think is great. I don't think there's a reason to, just because people are unfamiliar with floating, to have an open float tank for every room, um, particularly with the amount of fine-tuning that comes with that. Um, you know, I've seen Dylan working on his one open tank room, kind of dialing in the, the heat in the air and the soundproofing on that, trying to do that for three or four rooms. Be, oh, right. be yeah. a lot of work, um, yeah. but yeah, I think I think having having one open float tank is a it's always a good thing. For for the most part, I think it's nice. There there's also something great to just the simplicity of this is our style of float tank, and you know there's there's no oh I like that one more than this one, but it's booked. It's mm-hmm. just this is all the same float tank. I think there's something nice about that. Plus, your time on the phone is a lot less to explaining right. what the float tanks are. Uh, that's, yes, that's something. And then the other thing that the float shop didn't do that we could have done better was market the fact that we have an open float tank, like push that out via social media to say, this is an advantage that, that, uh, is, is at our float center for you guys to experience as opposed to just it growing through word of mouth and, and people finding out about it, that, that created a really slow growth for it. But you know, we're learning like everybody else. Cool. Cool. That's fun that we got a float question yeah. during this. Episode. <laughs> Thanks for I the question, it. Matt. Maybe Thanks, we'll Matt. do, maybe we'll do a Facebook live strict just q a episode someday who knows pick our brains nice i can dig it is it okay to move on to the future yeah let's uh, talk about let's talk about what's uh not everything but some of the things that are uh coming coming down the line for uh part of the float (laughs) 
I can I can feel the tack you're you're jamming into my my toe. <laughs> All right, I won't say everything. I'll I'll leave a few surprises for future episodes. But uh, I think. I mean, gosh, I almost think everything that we're going to, well, okay, not every single one, but so much of what we want to do with the future of the podcast has to do with community. Mm -hmm. It's something that I think Lance was really good at vocalizing, uh, but it's something that all of us stand for with this podcast is it being a community podcast. And so uh, one of the things that we've done is um, uh, offered up SpeakPipe. It's a way for you to leave a voicemail and uh, respond to topics or questions for the show. Uh, but with that being said, it's a cumbersome... You, you have to install an app to be able to talk to us on your phone, which I think is where most people are going to be listening to podcasts. Um, you know, it, it's just not very compatible with how people actually listen to it. So, you know, we, we say, hey, you know, give us a question about this or talk about that. And then they open up their phone and it says, oh, you need iOS 11 installed or you need to install the app or whatever. And it's like, eh, I'll do it when I get home and you don't think about it again. That type of thing. So it, it's just been a little bit too cumbersome with how people use it. So I think one thing is we want to find a better way to get your voice onto the show. The other thing is we want to change the way SpeakPipe works a little bit so that it's not as timely of like, we need you to ask, a, ask us a question or give an example of this or give your expertise on this for the next episode. What we want to do is open up SpeakPipes so that when you have a big event coming up, you are going to go to your computer and read a speak pipe. So basically, if you're about to open, if you have a grand opening that you want to share and celebrate that, or if you have an anniversary coming up for your float center, uh, that is when we want you to come to SpeakPipe and leave us a voicemail about what it's been like, about celebrating your wins. Obviously, something we talk about a lot in this show is we need to take the time to celebrate our wins and also share the challenges that you've experienced in the year of being opening, uh, year of being open, or the three years that you've been opening, <laughs> excuse me, have been open, or uh, the challenges that you found in opening uh, to, to be open on the day that you're recording. And the wins that you're feeling about that, too. I'd, I would love it to be more milestones. So this is more general, not time-centric in that we need it for a particular episode. But we just get to talk and celebrate about people's milestones, victories, and also share in the challenges as well while we're celebrating. You know, let's look back on what's the biggest issue that you've had uh, creating your float center or in year two you know, to three, what was your biggest challenge during that time? That's what we would like to open it up to more. And, and we'll um, clarify that a little bit more in future episodes when we uh, ask for speak pipes. We'll get a little bit more specific about that of what we want. But that's just a, what, what we're kind of switching the speak pipe to be um, is more just a way for you to, uh, whenever you're experiencing a milestone, a win, uh, and hurdles as well, we always want that as well, um, that's when you find us and send it to us and uh, share that with the rest of the community. And of course, we'll have things to say about it, but the real idea is that you get to join the show and spread your word to the rest of the float community and speak to them directly. And that's the really cool thing about this podcast is our community tunes into this podcast. It's really awesome. And um, a lot of us need it. <laughs> you know, a lot of us are, aren't surrounded by other float centers. I'm in Portland. I get to get drinks with a bunch of people 
who own float centers. We get to commiserate and we get to share and we get to share our excitement and wins. And a lot of people don't get that. And so this is a way for you to put it out to the rest of the community and just kind of back and forth, let that echo across Canada, the US, Australia, the UK and beyond and uh, let that let that bounce around the world. So that's the idea. Does that make sense? Amy, did what I just say make sense? <laughs> Makes complete sense. <laughs> okay. And there really does need to be a lot more celebration going on yes. in our community. It's so easy. It's actually, I'm going to say, as soon as you were sitting here talking about this, I realized it is actually my four-year anniversary. Oh. We just missed it about two days ago. No way. And I never, st- no, we are going to celebrate. We always do something called a flotation celebration every year. But we're, thank you, sir. He just lifted his Prosecco. It's <laughs> a beautiful thing. Um, and we always do celebrate, but we, we make our celebration just a little bit later mm. for our community. Mm. But, you know, even with these permits, it's so easy oh. to like, okay, I got the permits. Okay, now on to the thing. next thing. Mm-hmm. And you don't even take them. I haven't broken a bottle of champagne open yet. And I told Mark I was going to have mimosas this week. It never right. happened. Yep. I just got busy. So true. So celebration, taking this time to celebrate is so important. We talk about it a lot. And um, obviously I'm sitting here going, wow, I really need to model that a lot better. <laughs> I really sucked the last two weeks. Mm. But we do. We want to celebrate and remember there are so many people who travel to float centers. We get it almost weekly, I guess, because Nashville is a, a touristy area where they're like, you know, I loved my float experience. I don't know if there's any place near me mm. that that has this. When we start, you know, there's so many float centers starting up. I've lost track. It's really hard to know. I used to know when y'all opened and I could be like, yeah, I saw there's just a new float center opening mm-hmm. up there. You should go check them out. <laughs> But celebrate and let people know, let us all know that you're open, that you're ready, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there are a lot of people who travel and want to know. And it's good to share that, share that love throughout our community. And yeah, I think this is fabulous. So celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. I think something also might come up with that is it's like, oh, you're the guy who, you know, grand opening and you shared this or that like we'll just get to know mm-hmm. each other a little bit by little bit as well as, as we share those things just to make that community that much smaller and tighter that this could be really fun that's great and yeah so again like with 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 the way that we we're doing it before it was too timely that's just not how right. people listen to podcasts like this isn't a live tv show this isn't an nfl game this is something where you can pick it up and listen to three episodes at once and so i think this will be make a lot more sense uh with our with our community um, another thing, actually, yeah, speaking of community that we want to do is we are working with the Float Collective, uh, formerly the Canadian Float Collective, and we'll be working with the FTA as well uh, to get monthly updates from them. And so uh, we're, we're still working out, fine-tuning the, the minutiae on this of how we're going to execute this, uh, because recording and producing the show is, is a decent amount of work, and this is, this is one more thing to add into the mix. But basically, these are two organizations that have a very large impact on our industry and have a lot of, pot- a lot of potential future impact on our industry. So uh, I feel like in the past, almost feels like six months, but really at the, at the Float Collective, when they really talked about it, the, I, I always want to call them the Canadian Float Collective, but the Float Collective uh, has really defined themselves as what direction they want to go as the FTA is going a particular direction. And so the, they um, really have two different entities, two different bodies that have two very different purposes with what they're doing. Uh, and they also have ideals of being very transparent and uh, with the community and being uh, voices for the community as well, or at least being led by the community. 
So uh, I'm very excited that in the future we're going to be having them on. I the aim is monthly, at least getting monthly updates, I guess I should say, uh, from what's going on for them. So, I mean, obviously you want to subscribe to their emails and to their Facebook pages for those updates, but just for the real uh, personal, let's get into the nitty gritty, we're going to be talking with them and, and um, you know, when, it, when the time comes, deep diving into that and, and picking their brains. brains. So uh, I'm excited about that. And that's just one more way to like embrace the community and bring that into the show and make this the community's podcast is what we want to do. Because, you know, Amy and I, we've got things to say about the, the float community, but it's just the two of us. Let's, let's hear from everybody. Uh, oh, I, same, same uh, kind of topic of community. Uh, uh, it's always difficult for me to talk about. So Lance, Lance leaving the show, uh, it leaves this void, right? And uh, Brian has been great in filling a little bit of space, just so that, you know, there's banter and information that goes on between three people, I think is a really nice fit uh, for, for the show. Um, but what we want to do is have more people from the community actually participate on the show. And so for people who at pretty much any stage, depending on the topic, uh, could be invited to be on the show for the entire duration of the episode to talk about a particular topic. So this might not be the episode where we have a guest on the show, um, but it would be one where we're going to talk about, um, like, let's go back to an episode, 30, 60, 90-minute floats. That If somebody has a strong opinion about that, um, come on the show, give your weekly update, and then let's delve into that topic and let's all discuss that with a fresh voice on the show. With that being said, um, if, uh, I don't know, if your interest is in research and you also have a background in research, maybe you should be on the next, uh, episode where we interview Justin from Liber, you know, some, something like that. Those, those might fit as well, but we just want to bring, uh, more community, uh, guests, uh, community in to be guests on the show. Uh, but at the same time, we're not looking for a full-time replacement on the show. We're not looking for somebody well, let's be honest, nobody's going to replace Lance, right? Lance is his own personality. He's his own man. And uh, there's no replacing that. And yeah, Amy. And let's face it. How many people out there really do drive chuck wagons? I mean, where are we going to find another chuck wagon racer? Who else knows I, what a chuck wagon <laughs> is besides I mean, Lance? <laughs> let's, let's just get real for a minute here, you know. Who's uh, got the shopping? Who wears toques like Lance? Yeah, yeah right, right. It's and the sweaters. Just... The sweaters. Nobody's sweaters. Nobody's Alone. sweater game is as strong as Lance's. Nobody's. True. You show me. You show me. U.S. or Canada, Australia excluded. You show me the person <laughs> who's got sweater game like Lance. It doesn't happen. Doesn't exist. Yeah. Nope. But I mean, if you do feel like you're that good, we might consider you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so submit uh, photos of your sweater collection to info at arlofloat.com. <laughs> right. Subject must, lot. Put sweaters in the subject line. Must drive chuck wagons. And... Yeah. Must drive chuck right. wagons. Exactly. <laughs> must race chuck wagons. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah, just so you know, I, I know that's that's almost the number one question that's brought up to me uh, most recently mm -hmm. is you know, who's going to replace Lance? Can I replace Lance? <laughs> and, you know, I'd like to be on the show. And um, I think there are a lot of qualified people who'd be absolutely awesome, but that's just not the direction that we want to go at this time. Uh, so, yeah, just uh, putting that out there. 
Uh, oh, which I guess should also be a segue for me to say, if you want to be a guest host on the show, uh, find us, uh, email us, info at artofthefloat.com, and we'll, we'll probably end up putting something on our website for you to submit uh, to be on the show as well. Uh, but for now, info at artofthefloat.com is where you want to email us, and uh, we can get a conversation going and uh, set up all the technical stuff so that you can be on the show as well. Ah, am I missing anything here? Oh, uh, <laughs> one one little thing here uh, is something I've wanted to do in the future. This has nothing to do with the community aspect of podcasting. This is just a dumb little technical thing, which is I want the sound to be better on this podcast. And currently, I feel like I am the weakest link. There's echo in my voice uh, on, on the microphone. And it's because I recorded my office that um, has almost no furniture in it. And I've wanted to line the walls with all sorts of foam and stuff like that. And I keep holding off because Sandra and I <coughs> uh, were selling our condo. And actually, we just sold our condo. Um, we have two, so not the one that we're living in, uh, but sold her old condo. And we are um, just about to start shopping for a house. So once we have a new house, that will become the place that I absolutely soundproof up and make absolutely awesome for podcasting. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to have a new home too and a, and a yard for the little girl to run around in because she's going to be on two legs real soon here. So um, yeah, just a little, little thing about that. One more, one more little thing about uh, the future of the podcast. <coughs> and um, another thing, oh boy, Brian, I didn't talk to you about this beforehand. So we might, this might, the tape might just stop as people are listening to this. <laughs> um you know, we, we were talking about the idea of, uh, you know, doing this week after week after week. And we are, like, especially when it came to the, uh, the blog, no money is coming our direction, right? This is a passion project. Like, this was, can we do this weekly for a year? It was testing ourselves, our drive, um, our relationship, <laughs> building our relationship. Like, it was, there, there was a lot into it that had nothing to do with money. And we've been podcasting for just about two years now, and we are finding that we do want to, you know, I, I hate to be like, you guys, this takes a lot of energy. Like, who cares? Why does anybody care how much energy goes into this, right? It's kind of like running a float zone. I don't want anybody to know how much work goes into a float tank or even all the, the guts of the float tank. I don't, I don't even want to talk to them about that unless they need to know. I just want them to have the experience, and I feel the same way about podcasting. With that being said, we're peeling back the curtain a little bit on this episode, and, and I'll just say it, it is it is work. It takes time throughout our weeks to, to put these together, and um, so we are um, looking at different avenues of revenue, and obviously one that you, I'm sure, are aware of is that we have ads during the show. Uh, we keep it very limited, and we only advertise with people that we absolutely believe in, that we would go into business with ourselves or buy their product. You know, we don't just go willy-nilly um, trying to trying to make money on the show. That's just not who we are. I don't think any of the three of us would be okay with that. Uh, and if any of us got crazy and desperate, the other two would be like, hop, 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 hop. We're not willing to compromise, so just pump the brakes. So, so, we're, not, we're, so we're not doing an ad for Slim Jims next week, then? Yeah, I get oh, Slim Jims okay. all the time. All right, we're not, we're not doing that okay. for Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim. You got that one for free, Slim Jim. Uh, <laughs> are we doing the full 30-second spot? No. Uh, yeah, anyway, blah, 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 blah. Uh, let's see here. So uh, my, my concern 
is that we could do things that go too far. Like it's like, oh my God, Art of the Flow podcast is just, it's just all ads or it's just all commercial or something like that. Or uh, they look like a NASCAR at this point. And that is just, if, if I have a fear about what we're doing, that's what it is right there. Like I feel like we have the content, we have the consistency, we have quality, uh, we have the technical expertise at this point of what we're doing, but um, could we become too bloated, basically, with with uh, the, the commercialization of it is a concern of mine. And if I know myself in conversations of the past that we've had off the air, I can be a little bit sensitive to that. So, like, we're, I would probably be more sensitive to it than the average person, right? So I, I, we probably would not overextend ourselves that far without having known it, but I do just want to put it out there. Like, I would love your guys' feedback. If you're feeling, if you've been listening for a long time or you're just tuning in, it's like, oh gosh, this is just too much. I, I want to know that. Um, and you can, again, I'll give that email out again, info at artofthefloat.com. Um, you know, one of the things that we did, uh, we're partnering. Um, so we've always had an Amazon affiliate link. We have our Patreon going on right now. Thank you guys so much for your yeah, for subscribing. You. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, that is something we launched, I think, like three or four months ago, and we appreciate it so much. This is people who are get something out of the show and just want to donate and help fund us doing this. So guys, thank you guys so much for doing that. Um, and, and there are tiers to it as well that... Uh, Thank you guys for that. Um, we're also doing other things like our ProFloat affiliate links as well. And so that's uh, another point where I go like, gosh, are we going too far with this? Does this seem commercially? I don't know. What I do know is like I personally believe in it. And so if I see it that way, if Amy sees it that way and Brian sees it that way, is that good enough? Like, is it possible that we're seeing things from a, a point of view that um, is different than our audience? That's what I want to hear about. Um, if it all feels good and you guys know where we're coming from and you know that we're only going to point you towards <laughs> artofthefloat.com forward slash profloat uh, because we actually believe in those products and that's something that we um, stand for, then all is good. But the instant that that line feels like it's crossed or compromised or that our integrity feels like it's in question, that's when I want to hear from people I want to know. And uh, yeah, cr critical feedback is something I'm... I'm pretty open to and uh, is something that we want to know because we want to be authentic and um, stay true to ourselves and to the community while we do this. So just want to put that out there. And, and I guess I didn't even explain what it is, but the ProFloat is distributing uh, float product, uh, you know, pH, alkalinity, water testing equipment, stuff like that. And um, so it's basically your buying product at a good price within the community, supporting the community. And um, that also supports us when you go through the, our affiliate link as well. So that's, uh, that's what that is. And um, I'm not even sure that we have any other things like that in the works or in mind at all. Uh, but uh, if we ever do, and if we ever go that direction, I just want to, I would love mm -hmm. feedback. I mean, uh, I, I know we're in your ears and you can't just talk back to your, to your iPod. Well, I'm outdated there, your phone, your iPhone or whatever device you're using. But, um, this really is a community and we, um, it is a two way street. It is absolutely a two way street. So, um, I, I want to know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that in line with what you guys would say? I know that wasn't on the list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well said. Dylan. Oh, okay. I think, I think you. Okay, cool. Excellent. You guys, you I think uh, that was our quick episode, <laughs> <laughs> which was not in a quick episode. I think you might have to go back to the beginning and perhaps do some. <laughs> some yeah, there might be a couple <laughs> little snips there. Yeah. 
Well, Snips. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, is there anything else that you guys want to say as we wrap up our 101st episode, looking back on 100 episodes? Well, first of all, I'm thrilled that we made it mm-hmm. to yeah. Crawling across <laughs> um, the finish line. <laughs> you know, it is really nice. I, I've met so many great people, and I've had the opportunity. I've had uh, the opportunity to talk to more people, and yes, I know yes. that I'm one of the quieter hosts on the show, <laughs> and I don't get out on Float Collective as much, mm. and I um, and I. That's sad. I, I unfortunately I, I have to stay away from the social media before it sucks my <laughs> sucks my time away. Mm-hmm. But um, I do watch and I do pay attention and I am celebrating with each and every one mm-hmm. of you. And so not only do I want to thank you for listening, but I also want to thank each and every one of you for for contributing to my float center, for helping me make decisions, for helping me see other sides of things, for helping me, you know, grow as a business person, as a float center uh, operator. It has benefited my clients greatly, and that's what we're all here to do is to be in service to our communities. So y'all have made me a better person, a better float center owner, and for that, I am extraordinarily grateful, and I am grateful that you still tune in and listen (laughs) after 100 episodes because by being here every week, by showing up every week, you are, um, I, I feel like I'm forced to, in a good way, <laughs> to be more cognizant of what I do and to yes. pay more attention to every decision that I make yes. so I can share. So I hope that this is going both ways, that you're receiving as much as I am because I am eternally, eternally grateful for this opportunity. So thank you all. And thank you, Dylan and Brian, for for bringing me on and for taking a of chance course. on me because I couldn't believe I, I, I remember the first time I got the email from Dylan on his honeymoon. Sorry, Sandra. Uh, <laughs> I, I, t- I told Mark, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if he's actually talking. Is he just asking me an opinion on this? Or I, I really honestly oh. at first did not even realize that you were asking That's right. Me. You had mentioned that before. That's I right. I so forgot. Confused. That's so but I'm, I'm confused easily. And I think it's because I, you know, an opportunity like that, sounded pretty amazing and I couldn't possibly believe that anybody would want me to talk on a microphone every week but <laughs> um, Meanwhile, but thank you and I was the geeky guy you. asking out the hot chick to prom and she said yes <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for being on the show I'm so glad I don't know show. why you said yes I got nothing uh, but <laughs> it's, been it's awesome. a great opportunity to grow and and like I said I hope it goes both ways I hope that I hope that y'all get some information from me that helps you and and thank you Mm -hmm. all for giving me some information that has helped me grow and my business grow and thank you for brian to brian and dylan for being some pretty extraordinary uh hosts and for guiding this venture in a very positive in a very careful way and doing it with much consciousness paying attention, doing it with a lot of love and, um, and, and so much, so much goodness. So much, so two really full hearts. I'm now Aww. blubbering all over the place. I'm going to start to get teary eyed. This has been a, one of those episodes where I'm going from one extreme to another, but, <laughs> but thank you for, for listening. There's a lot of things y'all that go on behind the scenes that we talk about. Um, when I've had really hard weeks, mm-hmm. Before we get on the air, these guys have listened to me and have commiserated with me and have been really kind and encouraging. So I'm eternally grateful, and I hope we can be that for, for you as well. 
So thank you. Cheers to a hundred more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To a hundred more. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Amy, thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know, we, we, we were friends beforehand and then we came, became yeah. podcasters, which I think can, you know, when it becomes almost like a job type thing, it, I think it can be really easy to kind of disassociate that, that friendship and disconnect a little bit and just do the job, connect for the podcast. And I, I think we've only become deeper, much better friends because of it. And it's been so good for me to, to hear what you're going through and for you to be there when I'm sharing what I'm going through too. So thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, we are, we are so, so lucky to have you on the podcast, yes. Amy. Like I can't, yes. I feel like we say that every week, but, uh, not on air, but it's uh, tr- truly <laughs> right, like yeah. we're so grateful to have you, have you as part of the podcast and, and part of the team. Um, cause you, you are a bright and talented spirit and it's, it's nice to have you in our court. Yeah, we need somebody smart on the show is kind of what Brian's Come on, man. I was trying to make it sound good. Uh, Well, so thank you, Brian, for being the smart person on the show. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? Brian's our our guy. He keeps us us on track. And and thanks Uh, to the listeners for for putting up with with me getting on the the mic a little more. It's definitely, I feel like the outsider here just because I... I don't own a float center. I'm uh, passionate mm. about floating, and I've you know consulted for uh, for Dylan and his float center. But uh, I am not a float center owner, so uh, mm. it's 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 tough, and it feels a little vulnerable, like being on the mic and not not having that experience to to speak from. Um, but I appreciate the opportunity to lend my voice a little bit more to the podcast and. Uh, Hope, hope it's not too grating on the listeners. <laughs> Never. And can I say that uh, I hope to see and hear a lot more from you over the next hundred broadcasts. Um, I don't know mm. if our listeners hear because you are mm-hmm. kind of behind the scenes and they don't know. Um, Brian is brilliant. And as Dylan was saying earlier, you know, one of the things that Brian does is helps people set up systems and makes them more efficient and helps them save money. And I know some of the accomplishments that Brian has had outside of the float industry. And all I can think is, wow, what he could teach us, what he could do for us, because I think some of the things that we struggle with as small float centers are things like getting our system set up, automating things, because it takes a lot to learn new technology. So um, I'm hoping that over the next year, people will really start to understand and see Brian's talents. You see Dylan's heart, you see his passion, and now it's time for Brian to step up and, and, and show us efficiency and you know, getting our stuff in order. Show your game, Brian. I like it. Let's see it. Let's see that game. Do my best. Nice. Cool. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the show, Brian. Nice. Right <laughs> in an official capacity. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And also, speaking of relationships, uh, since he ran in with his silly shoes, which by the way I ended up buying as well, uh, his, his five finger <laughs> feet rooms. Uh, um, you know, and and having a friendship and a passion for floating and buzzing, just hanging out uh, to going into a crazy hobby that was a lot of work to then podcasting. Uh, our friendship has also gotten deeper. And the fact that when we get together to work on business or just hang out, the fact that it's a ton mm-hmm. of fun and we just really enjoy it and time flies by is ridiculous. I think that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So uh, yeah, thank very, you, Brian. Very grateful love you, for man, that so as much. Well. And Amy, I love you so much. Love you. And we love mm-hmm. our listeners as well. <laughs> just getting so cheesy. Uh, <laughs> you know, you had mentioned... Um, the Float Collective, 
And I just want to put it out there. If anybody happens to be listening to this who isn't part of the Float Collective, uh, the Float Collective is a Facebook group that you can join. And if you are an owner or want to be an owner, uh, please join this Facebook group. There is so much information that is flying through there every single day. Great discussions going on. And uh, remember that you don't just click uh, join. You also need to send an email as well. The instructions are there on the page to sign up. And uh, and that will... Um, it's curated, and they'll, they'll let you get in there, and you will just find a wealth of information. So please join us on that forum. It's a great place to be. All right. Before we sign off here, I, of course, want to celebrate Float Away, who have been with us since, gosh, was it episode one? Yeah. My goodness. Day one. Since day yeah. one. Who now, um, so uh, they are now not just in the UK. They're also based out of Tulsa, actually. Uh, they have a manufacturing center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, so they are based in the U.S. now as well, and can ship within the U.S. as well, which makes things a lot easier. I think it probably makes timelines a lot easier. Um, I got some vibration pads for underneath our tranquility tank, and that was a lot easier as well. So it just like, makes things a little bit, little bit easier. You've already got the great relationship with them. They're amazing people. Colin's a freaking genius. Listen to his yeah. episode. It's brilliant. And uh, now it's actually in the U.S. as well, which uh, that that's nice when there's not a giant ocean in between you guys. So uh, shout out to floataway.com uh, if you want to check them out, all the different styles of float tanks. And uh, just, just get in contact with these guys. They're they're an amazing couple, and they, they run an amazing business as well. And as if you were at the float conference, you know, it doesn't just stop at float tanks. There's there's a lot that they're, that they're doing out of floataway. All right, guys, this was episode 101. Thank you guys so much. Uh, thanks to everybody who's supporting us on Patreon. We truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, we are available for consulting as well. There's a consulting tab on artofthefloat.com if you're interested in our support in starting, running, or refining your float center. Thanks to Anna for writing the show notes on this episode. Good luck with that. And to, uh, <laughs> to uh, Brian, Amy, and tonight Lance as well. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this crazy, awesome, fun, exciting, depressing, and wonderful, beautiful journey. So thank you so much. Remember, there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week.